a radio program. This is a great radio station, 91.5. We pray that God will help you do life and right. And good morning. You're listening to 91.5 FM. This is WMIE-FM. I'm Paul Esposito, station manager of this radio station. I thank you for having us tuned in here today. Uh, quickly on this Wednesday morning, uh, our fundraiser here stands at $26,900 this week. We're on our way towards raising 35000 We have a remaining balance today of only $8,100. That's where we stand on this Wednesday morning. If you'd like to make a pledge, if you want to renew your pledge because you've given in the past, or if you've never given before for WMIE, remember, we're listener-supported. It's by your faithful giving. Your financial support helps to ensure this radio station continues to broadcast for six months. We do these in six-month increments. It's that time of year once again, friends. We're passing around the offering plate here. We stand at $26,900. Would you give me a call here at this station today and sow your very best gift into this radio ministry? Help us to ensure that we're fully funded and able to continue to do what we do here. 321 632 in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. This day. Yes. This day we will be glad and we will rejoice. Rejoice. We have authority as believers and God has commissioned us to speak right, to release his word in the earth. Jesus teaches us that the word is the seed. In the parable of the sower, he says the word of God is the seed. Mm -hmm. And in Isaiah chapter 55, he tells us that my word will not return void, but it will accomplish all that I set it out to do. So when we release God's word, it will not return unto us void. It must prosper in the thing of which he sent it to do. You are on assignment. Believe it. You are here on divine assignment. Every place where the soles of your feet tread, you are taking dominion. You are taking as an inheritance Mm -hmm. unto the kingdom of God. You are here to establish the kingdom of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18 tells us that we have a power within us to create wealth, yes. to establish the kingdom of God. So there's a power within you. There's an authority within you. There's an assignment within you to be able to generate wealth, each and everything that you need to be able to live a satisfying life here in the earth and to establish the kingdom of God, his covenant right here in the earth realm. So be excited. You are extremely important on to God. You are an ambassador for Christ Jesus. The Bible says that it's as God is pleading through each and every one of our lives. He's pleading through your life for the souls of other people. So we must be reconciled unto God. We must know our authority, which was given to us by Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and 19, he says unto us, there's a transfer of authority. He transfers it onto us. Jesus Christ himself, he transfers his authority onto us. So that's in Matthew chapter 28, starting at verse 18. 
And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Verse 19, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Yes. You are empowered on this morning. To, to do the will of God. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you an example mm-hmm. of the believer's right. And the authority comes from who? God. Mm-hmm. The authority doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from anyone else. Jesus says, all authority is given unto me. Mm-hmm. Where? From heaven on an earth. Mm-hmm. So authority that Jesus was moving in, was the authority that dominates the earth. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because mm-hmm. it comes from where? Heaven. Heaven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to give an example. First Samuel chapter 15. First Samuel chapter 15. Watch this. Verse 1. Samuel says to Saul, I am the one the Lord sent. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Somebody listening. I am the one the Lord sent to anoint you king over his people, Israel. So listen now to the message from mm-hmm. the Lord. Not Samuel's message. Mm-hmm. Listen to the message from the Lord. I put my word in your mouth and you better say what the mm-hmm. Lord says mm-hmm. and not say what other people says. So Samuel recognized that he don't have no message to give to no man but the message from the Lord. And notice verse 2. This is what the Lord Almighty say. I will punish the Amalekai for what they did to Israel. When they, when they waylay them as they come up from what? Egypt. So watch this. That's why we says the believer's right is the word. Oh, the word of what? The word of God. Mm-hmm. If you're not seeing result, maybe we speak in our word and not speak in God's word. Mm-hmm. The authority. Mm-hmm. Can you understand and see how Samuel was talking to Saul? He has what? Authority. Mm-hmm. He was talking to him with authority. Declare it. Watch that. I am the one the Lord said. No other one. He take the authority. Mm -hmm. He says, I am the one the Lord sent to anoint you king over his people Israel. Mm -hmm. So what? So listen. That's authority. Mm -hmm. So listen now to the message from the Lord. And he says, this is what the Lord says. The Almighty. It's precise. So that's what he says. There is no fear in God but what? Love. Mm-hmm. Because perfect love does what? Cast, Cast out, out all fear. fear. And where there is fear, mm-hmm. there is every evil work. Mm-hmm. So the devil unleashed fear over the land with a thing called coronavirus, mm-hmm. COVID-19. It released it over the earth. Mm-hmm. And we grip with what? Fear. 
And we got to remember the Bible says, where there is fear, there is no love. And the love of God cast out what? Fear. And when fear grips us, it produces what? Evil works. Then the devil can ravish, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it just, just destroy our life. Mm -hmm. It destroy our life because of fear. Because fear makes us do things that we wouldn't mm -hmm. normally what? Do. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Fear will make you and mm -hmm. I do things that we normally wouldn't do. And so the devil is very subtle. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I know that when everything first started with um, with coronavirus, with COVID-19, yeah. it was right before um, Easter, right before um, Good Friday. On that Thursday night, we had a specific time of prayer at Celebration Tabernacle Church. And there was a small group of us in there, a prayer meeting pastor that you had called. There yeah. was a small group of us in there praying. And we were praying against fear. We were praying against the coronavirus and all that. And I, up to that time, I remember like, because you hear so much on the news yeah, yeah. and the transmission and all this kind of stuff. So even to the point where it was making me wonder, was it on my clothes? Yeah. You know, because they're <laughs> saying so much. You know, they're telling you, you know, wash your clothes when, when you come in the door. Yeah. Like, you know, they were saying all this kind of stuff. So, and, you know, being in the community and still yeah. being a part of stuff, being, yeah. you know, an essential person, because we're yeah. all essential. Yeah. We're all still in the yeah. community doing yeah. things that need to be done. But after that night, that Thursday night in prayer, mm. I, that never came to my mind again. Yeah. Because we prayed a prayer. Any virus. Mm -hmm. Any germ touches my body, what are they going to do? They'll fall, fall to, to the, the ground, ground and, and die. die. And it was something that was like, <laughs> it would come up in my mind. Like, it would come up in my mind like, oh, is it on my clothes? Yeah. Like, do I need to be careful yeah. about, oh, I'm getting in my car. Yeah. I'm sitting down. And it was starting to like, cut, like trying to creep in. Yeah. But after that night, after that prayer, time of prayer, which we just we prayed, yeah. we confessed the word, we yeah. came against the spirit of fear. Yeah. That that what that thought never came back yeah. as a creeping thought. Because you're taking authority. Yeah, I remember that I thought it, but yeah. it doesn't have the same effect. Yeah. It's not a creeping thought yeah. anymore. So we have to take authority. We have yeah. to cast down every imagination. Yes. Everything that rises against the obedience of Christ. Christ. We have to cast it down. Every argument. Man. Every imagination, because that's yeah. where the enemy comes. His yeah. fiery darts come Teach for it. our mind yeah. to try to take place in our mind. But there's a thing called the helmet of salvation. Yeah. So we must, <laughs> when we have the helmet of salvation on, just like if you had a physical helmet on yeah. your head, if a fiery dart came, it would ricochet off. And as part of our authority as believers, yeah. we can send every fiery dart that is sent for us back to the sender. Yeah. We have that authority. We don't have to receive it. You do not have to allow every thought to settle in your mind. We have lots of thoughts. We have hundreds of thousands of thoughts constantly, all these thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. But we have authority of what we're going to allow to set in our mind. And if we have the word of God, the more of the word of God that we have set within our spirit, the more they're just going to ricochet off, ricochet off, ricochet off. The less of the word of God that we have, the more that they're going to settle and they're going to work to torment us in our mind. I've heard of people who can't sleep at night, toss and turning because their mind is going crazy. But you know what the Bible says? I give my beloved sleep. Yeah. So we have to use the word of God. He says, I have a peace yeah. that surpasses all understanding. Talks about it in Philippians chapter 4. 
And Paul gives us instructions of the things to meditate on, the things to think on that produce this peace that surpasses all understanding. He says, meditate on things that are virtuous. Meditate on things that are praiseworthy. Meditate on things that are noble. We have to meditate on things that are good. We have to choose to meditate on things that are good and reject Things that are bringing terror, things that are bringing fear. We have to reject those. How do you do it? You just do it. And it it may seem, especially when people have been so long, it's been building up in their mind Mm -hmm. and such, and then you feel like so overwhelmed, like Mm -hmm. how am I going to push this stuff out of your mind? Mm -hmm. You're going to push it out by increasing Mm -hmm. the word of God. By confessing the word of God. Is it going to happen in one day? Maybe, but probably not. (laughs) Have people had supernatural deliverance in one moment? Yes, of course. But for most people, it's over the course of time where we're changing our thinking pattern, where we're confessing the word of God and our mind is being transformed. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 tells us that we are a living sacrifice. Yeah. It's a sacrifice to bring praise mm. onto God mm. when you're under duress yeah. in your mind. Yeah. It's a sacrifice to choose pure thoughts when yeah. corruption yeah. is trying to saturate your mind. It's a sacrifice. So he says we are a living sacrifice in Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Then it says, do not be conformed to this world. So do not allow yourself to be pressed into the shape of the world. Mm. He says, be transformed by the renewing, by the renewing of your, your mind, mind. Yeah. that you may prove yeah. what is that good, good acceptable, acceptable and perfect will of God. God. Yeah. So we, through transformation of our mind, we prove what is that good, acceptable and perfect will of God. I'm telling you, the word of God works. If you will just dedicate some time, write down a few scriptures Declare them throughout the day. Maybe carry an index card in your pocket. Maybe put them on your screensaver on your phone. Something that you're going to have right there. A sticky note on your desk in your workspace. If you will begin to change, to do, to declare those words, change will come in your mind. Yes. The Bible tells us that that's how we renew our mind yes. by the word of God, yes. that the word of God is washing, it's sanctifying our mind. If we don't have the word in there, every other chaos is going to work to take root in our mind. So we have the power, we have the authority as believers. God left us his word. He left us his written word. It's right. It's there for reference. It's not a word that's just spoken about that could be switched It's a word, it's a written reference for us to come back to and declare again and again. Get some scriptures for your situation and declare 